This podcast contains adult situations, horror themes, and disturbing content, and may not be suitable for all audiences. Enjoy! Welcome, my darling, to episode 17 of the Blood Crow Stories. You're being quite the little troublemaker today. If you don't stop misbehaving, I'll be forced to take more violent methods in order to ensure the harvesting is complete. Now, stay still. Hey everyone, so Chris and Amelia went out to go grocery shopping. I told them that I didn't feel well and I wanted to stay home. Truth be told, I cannot stop this podcast. I feel compelled every single day to work on it, and their patience already wore thin, so they demanded me to stop. Chris says that I've been acting completely erratic, but I think he's exaggerating, and Amelia... She just wanted this thing to be over so we could start our lives together. She actually proposed to us both the other night. I know, I know, it's a whole thing with legalities, but for what it represents, it means everything. Chris is already on Pinterest all day pinning wedding ideas, and Amelia is entrusting us to shop for a ring for her, and... Well, I'm I'm whispering because I told him I stopped the show. Yeah, I I know I shouldn't have lied, but I do think this is close to being done. At least, it needs to be. The obsession with working on this is so strong, and it's almost nauseating. So, I'm in the back room, and I'm whispering, so if they come home, they won't know I'm doing this. I I don't like being sneaky to my now fiancés, but, I mean, you guys won't tell, right? I'm going to make a playlist and try to finish this as quick as I can. Okay. Here we go. Oh, I just can't even believe this. Dr. Weissman, you wanted these tapes to be how we felt. Well, I feel like someone just pulled my whole soul out of my body. I still don't even want to believe it. But it's just horrible enough that I know it's true. So many things make sense now. Long trips, new clothes, all the distance. I just took it as that's how he was. Just a stubborn fool with a stubborn attitude. What I don't understand is why. Why wouldn't he just leave me? I mean, if he could have a whole other family, why was he bothering to come home to me? We didn't have too much, and I know I'm not the best woman. I don't understand at all why he stayed with me. And how could he even marry that, that, that bitch? I don't just mean how could he, but really, legally, how could he? I mean, we never got divorced. I didn't sign nothing. Just the day, the day we got married, Marshall said... Oh, God, Marshall said that he'd take the papers to the courthouse and get them filed. I bet he never did. That man lied in front of God in that church and said he loved me. But it was all lies. Just one lie after another. Can you believe it, Edith? Edith? Oh, Lord, 
I forgot she wasn't there. Oh, Edith. Edith, why did you have to go and die? I can't go through all of this alone. Mrs. Rutherford, I'm here with your dinner and medicine. Come in, sweetheart. It's unlocked. I can do to change the truth. I just have to sort out the truth now by myself. Oh, yes. I'm... I'm so sorry about Mrs. Crawford. Oh, don't apologize for that old fool. Couldn't even take care of herself. How ridiculous. Have you ever heard such a thing? Yes, ma'am. Quite often, actually. Here. Oh, I hate these things. Why? They're just to help. They're annoying. Just like Edith and Marshall and everyone else in my damn life. Annoying and hard to swallow. I brought some lunch, too. That'll at least make it easier. I don't want lunch. I want home cooking. I want cornbread for my cast iron skillet. I want biscuits covered in sausage gravy. I want a steak that's been chicken fried. I want real food. I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. I, I can't, I can't just... Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just having a really hard day, and I miss being home. Is there anything I can do? Kill my husband? I, um... I'm joshing you, Cindy. I don't know if I can even call him my husband. You see, turns out, Marshall had another family. A whole other proper wife, children, even grandchildren. Oh, I've been such a fool. All these years, and he's been making a fool out of me the whole time. How can a man even do that? Live two completely different lives. He could have just left me, you know. I know I'm rough, but I can take it. I am not weak. No, ma'am. You are one of the strongest people I know. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's a lot to figure out, and I just don't even know where to begin. Edith would have if she were here. Lord knows she would be rude enough to go and die to make me deal with this shit on my own. May I say something? Of course. You know I don't care if you speak your mind. In my job, I see a whole lot of terrible husbands. But yours is not the worst. Is that supposed to make me feel better? No, listen. As far as I can see, Mr. Rutherford not coming here was a gift to you. And before you argue with me, here you don't have him making a fool out of you in front of your face. You have your own room, your own activities, and your own life. You're free of him without the stress of a divorce. You have this entire whole new life, and you get to move on and live your way. You're free to be yourself and do whatever you want. Where did you get all this wisdom? Oh, I... I just... I see a lot from my job. I see how everyone else lives, and I see all the bad and good that comes with that. And if there's anyone that could come out of this, it's you. Forgive me if all of this is out of line, you just... You remind me a lot of my aunt, and she was such an inspiration with everything that she was capable of. I'm sure you're capable of the same, if not more.
Well, thank you. You're welcome. Please take your medicine. Dr. Johnson said I'm not supposed to leave it until you do. He's a busybody, isn't he? His exact words were, She's too stubborn. You have to stay until she actually swallows it. <laughs> well, I can't be too mad at him. He's right. Fucking shit! Look, I, I can explain. Are you serious right now? This, this is ridiculous. We even agreed to help you. We... We helped you. You told us you were done. But here you are hiding in the attic of all places still doing this. You wouldn't let me do this my way. You you made me lie to you. Made? Are you fucking serious right now? We sat with you and edited these tapes, recently thinking you were done with it. We tried to encourage you through it all, but had to put our foot down when you weren't taking care of yourself. This has completely consumed you, and now you're lying to us. I only lied because you guys wouldn't just let me fucking finish it. You graduated nearly two months ago. I put up with it after you graduated so you could finish it up, but this is ridiculous! What even are we if you can just so easily lie to us for that long? What? Hey, you both maybe just need to calm down. Amelia said what she needed to say. You're better off without her. No, Amelia said what she meant. I think it's best if I go. I'll just stay at Eric's house. Wait, Max! Max, don't do this! Are you, are you actually leaving? Yes. Yes, I just... I need some time to myself. Somewhere... To be free. Somewhere I can work without feeling like I have to hide. Max, don't go. I'm sorry. Max, we're sorry. Come on, this is drastic. Don't do this. I love you both. Leave. Goodbye. Alright, so I want to try this memoir thing. My life's been pretty fucked up till now, and I think, you know, maybe someone should know about it. Where do I start? So, uh, I, I grew up in Queens. Dollar was born first, and let me tell you, she never let me forget it. Pops, uh, when we was growing up, he wanted me to be just like him. He'd take me on jobs with him. If I cried, I got the belt. A dollar, though. And she never cried. Not once. She was more like Pops than I could ever be. He never noticed. To him, she was just my sister. I was the only one allowed to run with the family. That's why I had to stay quiet, you know? Couldn't let Pops know I was a fanook. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it out alive. I had my first hit when I was 11. Some schmuck who had a very powerful man 70 G's. Pops took me along, told me if I wanted to have dinner that night, I'd pull the trigger. I hesitated. He said if I didn't want Darla to get the belt, I'd pull the trigger. I pulled it. Pulled without even thinking. He always used her against me. He knew I'd defend my sister in my life. And she became my teammate. Pops trusted us to go alone on hips. She'd be the one pulling the trigger. She'd throw blood on me. Change her clothes in the car, so it always looks like I did it. <laughs> Ma, well... Can't blame Darla for being mad at Ma, I guess. She'd just sit there like the queen she was, by Pop's side. Never questioning him. Never stopping him from doing what he was doing. She said she knew her place, and, uh, we needed to learn ours. And then, I guess... 
She couldn't take being without him when, uh, the day they died, I felt, uh, oh man, this sounds bad. <laughs> I felt free, you know, and happy. What the hell kind of louse thinks that? Hey, Barry, you in? I really want to talk to you. Johnny, what are you doing here? I I wanted to talk to you about the other night. Well, whatever you got to say, you can stay through this door. I don't want to see you. Please, Barry, come on. It's embarrassing out here. I got people looking at me and everything. You know wait staff ain't allowed down here. All right, come in if you're going to make a big deal out of it. Thank you. I figured you'd just read me the riot act through the door. Well, I thought about it. Go on, sit down and say your piece. I, I just wanted to apologize. I freaked out when I shouldn't have. Well, you have to give me credit. When you find out your lover kills people for a living, what would you have done if you were me? Talk to me, for one. Okay, that's fair. I was shocked, okay? It don't mean I don't... Spill it, Johnny. I ain't got all day. I still love you, Barry. That didn't stop because I got scared or whatever. You, uh... You what? You heard me. It's hard enough to say. Don't make me say it again, please. I thought that... You thought that we were just messing around. But I missed you. And I felt hollow without seeing you every day. So I wanted to come down and ask you to take me back. What? <clears throat> uh, I mean, uh, I, I think about it. You really broke my heart, so I, I just need some time to think. Uh, but, but I'll see you tonight, all right? I'll meet you at the checkers table at Starbrook. Yeah, sure. Uh, it sounds good. Oh. Hello. What are you doing here? I just came to apologize. Yes? You're lucky I don't pop you in the mouth for hurting my Barry. Yes, ma'am. Barry? Jesus, Dala, I thought I told you to go away. Yeah, well, I tried going away. It didn't work. And why? Well, to be honest, they told me I can't sleep in the restaurant, and I got nowhere else to go. Oh, gee, thanks for the sweet sentiment, Dala. You. I, I know I messed up. I can't take back what I did, but I can't hate you for not wanting me around you no more. I understand you hate me. No, I don't say it like that. I don't, I don't hate you. I can't hate you. I just, I don't know you anymore. I'm still me. You've always been me. And why'd you lie to me, huh? Because I knew you'd do what you did a few days ago. You wanted us to be free. You never acted like you wanted to be free, so I had to free us. I just never wanted you to know I did it. Well, none of that makes any sense, but okay. Okay? Yeah, you can sleep here. Jesus, I don't like the idea of you sleeping in the restaurant. We're better than that. Oh, Barry, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I just, don't, get, uh, don't get comfortable. <laughs> I don't want to be here when you are, all right? I'm, I'm still mad at you. I don't know if I'll forgive you. <clears throat> If I'll forgive you, but I want you, <coughs> I want you to know you have a place to sleep. 
Are you all right? I don't know. It feels like, feels like I can't breathe. You choking? Barry, answer me! What's going on? Oh, I'm fine. How about you? You ain't Barry. What is this? Oh, you catch on quick. I know my brother, and I ain't letting you mess with him, you devil or something. <laughs> Try again. your creativity. I'm an ancient being, and I've been feasting on you all for some months now. Yeah, well, you can move right along. Get out of my berry. Go eat somebody else. So rude, Darla. I think you treat me with some more respect, especially since we're already acquainted. Or have you forgotten? What are you talking about? Nobody disrespects the Abiades. Remember? Gigi... What's going on? I feel like my, my head's all heavy. Like, hot. Oh, it's all hot in my brain. Barry, there, there's a thing in you. It's it's a monster. It's like, it's like those stories Ma used to tell us. A monster? Dolly, you're crazy. I just need to, I need to sit down at something. Barry, Barry, what are you doing? You, you're scratching your arm really hard. Am I? Oh, shit, I am. Stop that! You're bleeding! I'm, I'm trying. I, I can't stop.
don't think I want to perform tonight. Why not? Josie, you feeling all right? You can be honest with me, you know. I don't know. For the first time in my life, I feel like I just don't have the ability to make anything better. I used to feel like my music could turn someone's whole day around. Like I could inspire people or at least make them forget about everything. But how can you make someone forget the last few months? You don't. There's no way you can forget. We can't take a day trip across town. This bad shit's all around us. We can't make them forget or make them feel anything. You provide them an escape if they need it. We're like their vacation. They come to us when they need us. We can't fix it, but we're there. Come on. Can you give me a show tonight? If you don't feel any better, I promise you can walk away from it. Thank you, Michael. I'm going to go to the band's rehearsal for tonight. Don't push yourself. Just sing from the soul, okay? And what if it comes out as sadness? Then pick a damn good sad song. <laughs> Thank you. I will. <sighs> oh, Dr. Weisman. I don't think he understands. But you understand, right? You know how I feel. Everything about me. Honestly, I know these tapes are just for your study. But they're all I feel like I have sometimes. You listen unconditionally, just like my father would. I know you don't have much of a choice, <laughs> but I like to think maybe some part of you enjoys them. I'm going to get ready for the show. Maybe I'll sing for you tonight. Hi everyone, I'm, uh, I'm at my friend's house. I'm sorry, you guys probably heard all of that. Of course you did. And to be quite honest, I I don't want to talk about it. I feel alone. Completely and totally alone. You are alone. I guess I am alone. At least, um, for now. For now, yeah. But at least I have I have you guys, right? Blood Crow Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season 1, The SS Utopia, is written by Ellie Collins. Sound production by Scott Moore. Dr. Wiseman is played by David Benedict. Max is played by Evan Ivey. Tommy Washburn is Judson Ragsdale. Mary Washburn is Laura Hauser. Aidan Manis is Joe Ravenson. Nora is Emily Thomas. Penny Rutherford is Angel Ash. Leo Moretti is Charlie Close. Fiona Bedivere is Amanda Van Heil. Mel Seff is Eric Ravenscraft. Additional voices provided by Zachary Vaudo, Eric Green, Javakis Green, Audrey Statler, Lindsay Van Pelt, Leif Ballard, Arun Matthew, Daniel Van Heil, Ovis Ross, and Gray Lynn. Subscribe on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice and follow us on Twitter at TBCS Podcast. Instagram at The Blood Crow Stories, and Facebook at facebook.com backslash The Blood Crow Stories. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash The Blood Crow Stories to become a patron and receive behind the scenes access, bonus episodes, and monthly chats with cast and crew.